Hey guys, and welcome to the Mr. Old School Wrestling Podcast, and tonight we're going to do over your Monday Night Raw review. Uh, starting off tonight, we have Kevin Owens cutting a promo. Uh, before he gets a chance to say anything, he's interrupted by Mojo Raleigh, uh, which really pisses Kevin Owens off. Kevin Owens actually uh, tells uh, Mojo Raleigh that he wants to kick his ass. Uh, he also tells uh, Mojo Raleigh that they have a match tonight, which is a no-disqualification match. It actually was a phenomenal match. After the promo, we have Mojo Raleigh versus Kevin Owens in a no-disqualification match. Um, during the match, Owens is keeping the pace of the match. Owens is pulling out chairs from underneath the ring. The crowd's chanting, we won tables. Uh, the crowd was really loving this match, by the way. Mojo Raleigh turns up the, uh, the onslaught, gets back in the ring, just starts beating the hell out of Kevin Owens. Uh, then Mojo Raleigh slams Owens through, uh, through the chairs. It was like a flapjack. It was in the center of the ring. It was like a whole pile of chairs stacked up in the ring or laying down in the ring. Um, after that, we have uh, Mojo Raleigh hitting uh, Owens with a chair in the corner. Looked pretty bad. Um, after that, though, we have Mojo Raleigh slamming Kevin Owens. The, there was chairs in the ring that were all, st- like, you know, sat down, like, you know, how you would normally put a chair down. There was, like, maybe six chairs. Um, Mojo Raleigh had um, – Kevin Owens on the top of the turnbuckle, and he ends up slamming him off the turnbuckle into those six chairs that are stacked up in the ring. It, it looked pretty devastating. It looked brutal, man. Um, after that, Owens hits a super kick on Mojo Raleigh. He ends up getting up from that vicious body slam. Uh, he hits a super kick on Mojo Raleigh. Then Owen gets up top of the top, you know, top of the turnbuckle, hits a swanton bomb on Mojo Raleigh, pins him for the two. And then uh, Owens hits a stunner on Mojo Raleigh. Um, and I thought after he hit the stunner, he was going to go for the pin, but that's not the case. And then Owens ends up hitting a powerbomb on Mojo Raleigh through the table, pin for the three. Um, after the match, though, um, Owens cuts another promo on Seth Rollins and AOP from the attack they had on him last week. Uh, he pretty much, Owens wants uh, Rollins and AOP to uh, come out there and try to beat him up again and see what he's got. Uh, end up, uh, Rollins and AOP end up, are, are seen backstage walking, looks like they're walking towards the uh, to the entrance ramp, uh, then Rollins and uh, AOP end up arriving to the ring. Owens super kicks Rollins, and then AOP pretty much attacks and beats the dog shit out of Owens. And then Rowan hits the foot stop, or Rollins hits the foot stop on Owens, more or less. It was an, it honestly it was probably the best match of the night, to be honest with you. I mean, it is Monday Night Raw, so I mean, really, what can you expect? And I told you guys I'm not gonna like really shit on this show every single week, but the, I know it's Christmas Eve, but this show was awful. It really was. Um, after that match, we have an R-Truth segment. Uh, he's pretty much walking around, I think, Manhattan around the, or Rockefeller Center. I guess it's in Manhattan, maybe. Um, cutting, you know, just cutting a segment. Uh, and then uh, he's in, a, you know, he gets attacked by uh, Tazawa. He pins him, pins R-Truth for, you know, for the three. And now the new 24-7 champion is uh, Tazawa. After that segment, we have Bobby Lashley versus Cedric Alexander. This actually wasn't a bad match. Uh, starting off the match, Lashley obviously showing his dominance, keeping the pace of the match. Um, then Alexander gets some adrenaline, keeping up the onslaught of the match, kind of, you know, just taking it to Bobby Lashley. Um, after that, Alexander hits a moonsault outside of the ring on Lashley. And then for about three minutes of the match, Alana interrupts uh, talking about their wedding, which is next Monday on Raw. I, I honestly, this is my thing with, with stuff like this. I, I, if it's not the wrestler, I do not want 
this to happen again. I don't want it to be where you're you're literally cutting off a match, interrupting a match, and you're not involved in the match whatsoever. I mean, it, it was it, it killed the match for me. It really did. I don't know what Lana's doing. I mean, I don't know how many times that she has to tell everybody that her wedding's going to be on WWE Live. Monday. She had to say it at least four or five times. I'm like, come on. It was honestly brutal, man. I'm sorry, but that Lana and Lashley storyline is just it, – it's shit. I'm sorry. It is dog shit. It, it's No, it's it's awful. Um, after that and her interrupting the match, Lashley hits the devastating clothesline on Alexander. But Alexander ends up getting up from the clothesline, hits a springboard clothesline on Lashley. Alexander hits Enziguri uh, on Lashley, pins for the two. And then Lashley hits a brutal, brutal spear on Alexander, pins him for the three. Um, after that match, we have Rollins and AOP having an interview. Rollins says, you know, he's, you know, says that Owens is always trying to fight with him all the time and that, you know, he wants to kind of squash the beef and Owens is always trying to pick a fight with him. And rightfully so, because. Last week, I mean, he literally, Rollins and AOP destroyed and beat the hell out of Kevin Owens. So I can understand why Owens wants answers and he wants to fight. Um, after that, you know, uh, interview, we have a, uh, another Tazawa segment, him pretty much running around, you know, New York or I get, you know, around Rockefeller Center trying to hide and stay hidden from our truth because he wants his belt back. Um, after that segment, we have Zack Ryder versus Drew McIntyre. It was a decent match. It was more of a, you know, whatever match, I guess. I mean, it was a quick match, I'll say that. I mean, uh, the during the match, Drew McIntyre, you know, keeping the pace, showing that he's dominant, um, showing, you know, everybody that, you know, he wants to be champion. Um, Drew and Ryder end up, you know, they have a little, you know, they exchange in the middle of the ring for like a minute. And then uh, Drew hits a uh, Claymore kick on Ryder, pins him for the three. After the, but after the match was over, Hawkins gets involved, gets in the ring, and he gets a Claymore kick as well. And then Drew cuts a promo saying, you know, he's going to be the man of 2020 and, you know, probably end up having a championship. And and rightfully so. Drew McIntyre should have been champion a long time ago. I mean, he's built like a champion. He looks like a damn champion. Give the man a belt. I don't even, I don't even care at this point if it's the United States championship. The man needs a belt. I mean, he's proven time and time again that, you know, you can build a championship around him. He, you know, obviously he's a heel. And not a lot of people like heels, but you can definitely build, uh, you know, a championship and a storyline around Drew McIntyre. I think it'd be great. I would also love to see a Drew McIntyre versus Aleister Black match and uh, the Fiend versus Drew McIntyre, which would also be great. Um, After that match, we have uh, Becky Lynch cutting a promo, says that she doesn't really care what WWE wants. You know, WWE's trying to protect her. You know, she's kind of like one of the flagship flagship people for uh, WWE. You know, she's kind of like the poster child form as, as long as with, you know, along with Seth Rollins. And it's true. I mean, she's had one hell of a year, you know, coming off that big win at WrestleMania. And she's just kind of rode the coattails off that the entire year. Um, so I can't take anything away from Becky Lynch. She calls out uh, Asuka and said that Asuka is the only woman that has beaten her. And it's true. Um, and, and was clean. Asuka did pin her. Asuka uh, then comes out. And then uh, Oscar kind of tells her that you know she wants that uh, she wants the belt, she wants the women's championship, and she keeps keeps telling Becky Lynch that she's Oscar two belt. So I think we're going to see this match, and I think uh, we're going to see it at the next pay per view. I believe it's going to be at the Royal Rumble. So I'm looking forward to that match. So it was a pretty good segment, all in all. Um, after that, we have Aleister Black, pretty much versus Jobber, um, pretty much a no name, and it was it really was a squash match. It, it really was Aleister Black, you know. He kept the pace of the, kept the pace of the match. He hit like a really sweet ass like 
um, like trip up with his feet. You know, he kind of slid into the guy. It looked, it looked pretty brutal on the guy. Uh, and then Alistair Black gets up, ends up hitting the fade of Black, pinch for the three. But as he's walking up the ramp, Buddy Murphy's music hits, and Buddy Murphy comes out. They kind of stare each other down uh, because they are scheduled to have a rematch from TLC next week, which was a great match. It probably stole the show. Um, after the Aleister Black match, we have Buddy Murphy versus a jobber. And again, it was a quick match. Buddy Murphy ends up hitting a running knee. Then Murphy hits run, uh, Murphy's Law, pins him for the three. Um, you know, and the entire match, kind of Murphy was, you know, taunting Aleister Black. And Aleister Black was at the top of the entrance ramp during the entire match of Murphy that he had. Uh, and then Aleister Black ends up running back to the ring, gets face-to-face with Murphy. He goes to extend his hand out, and Murphy just walks away and bumps him in the chest. But then Buddy Murphy was going to, you know, he went to go turn around, and then as soon as he turned around, Aleister Black hits him uh, with a fade to black. So it's definitely going to be a good match next week. These guys definitely bought it at TLC, so I could definitely see a good match. If they had the time to, put on, the, put on another excellent match next week. After that match, we have Rey Mysterio's interview him. Rey Mysterio, I mean, yeah, he's pretty much praising Seth Rollins. You know, he said he's looking forward to the fight tonight and that, uh, you know, he's praising Rollins. You know, that he's saying that he is the architect and he's one hell of a wrestler. And he is. He is one hell of a wrestler. You know, a lot of people don't like his heel run, but I'm liking it. I, I wish they could just add more to it. So, pretty good interview by Rey Mysterio. Um, after that, we have Tony Nice versus Ricochet. Decent match. Uh, Ricochet, you know, starting the match, keeping the pace, turning on the onslaught. Uh, but then Nice gets up, hits a springboard moonsault, pin for the two. Then Ricochet hits a hurricane runner on Nice. And then we have Ricochet. And then after that, Ricochet hits a uh, recoil on Tony Nice and pins it for the three. Short match, but it, it wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Um, after that match, we have another Tozawa segment, pretty much, again, just running around trying to, you know, get away from our truth. I believe. It was just, it was just ridiculous, man. It really was. It was the whole night was this segment. Um, after that segment, we have Charlotte Flair versus Chelsea Green. Uh, Chelsea Green did a, does a lot of work for NXT, so it was kind of her like you know debut match, I guess maybe for Raw. Uh, starting out the match, you know Flair again keeping the you know keeping the pace, keeping on the onslaught, showing you why she's you know ten time women's champion. Uh, but then Green gets up and uh, turns on the onslaught, you know, showing that you know she's not intimidated by Charlotte Flair and. It was it was a good debut on her part, but then uh, Flair hits a big boot on Green. After the big boot, Flair ends up hitting a figure eight on Green, and uh, Green ends up tapping out. So Flair and Flair gets the win. So it was an okay match, um, but you can definitely tell there was some kind of animosity between uh, between Green and uh, Flair. You know they were they were really going at it. Um, after that, we have another Tozawa segment, and uh, a new uh, WWE twenty four seven champion. It's actually Santa Claus. Wins the uh, WWE 24-7 championship. So after that segment, we have uh, Randy Orton and the Viking Raiders versus the OC. Good match. It really wasn't bad. It really, they were just stemming from the storyline from last week, it wasn't bad. Uh, Eric from the Viking Raiders was keeping the pace. He was starting the match. Of course, Viking Raiders are going to show impressive, great tag team moves throughout the match, and they did. Eric ends up taking the uh, – Doing a body slam with Ibar and slamming Ibar on Anderson gets the pin for the two. And then Gallo gets tagged in, turning up the heat, turning up the onslaught of the match. AJ, uh, AJ Styles drops the knee on Eric, pins for the two. Anderson then ends up hitting a devastating spine buster on Eric, pins it for the two. Randy Orton gets tagged in, suplexed on Anderson. Looked pretty impressive considering his bad knee. Then the Viking Raider hit the uh, Viking experience on Anderson, pin for the two. Orton ends up getting up, hits the RKO on Anderson. 
Always a brutal, always a brutal move. Always. And then AJ Styles ended up springboard, hits phenomenal four on Orton and pins for the three. All in all, it was a great match. It really wasn't bad. I mean, it's definitely going to set up a future storyline with the OC and the Viking Raiders as well as AJ Styles and Orton. But you guys know how I feel about the tag team division on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. It, it needs help. Uh, after that decent match, we have uh, Eric Rubin, Eric Rowan. I'm sorry versus another chopper. Um, this match to me, honestly, man, it was hilarious. It really was. I when I saw Eric Rowan come out, I figured maybe he was going to get a jobber, but I, I didn't think it was going to be this guy. This guy, uh, one, he didn't look like a wrestler. Uh, he did. He honestly, he honestly, it looked like Vince Man drove to a local mall. <laughs> Drove to a local mall, ended up you know, walking through the mall and said, oh, let me go check out Hot Topic. Went to Hot Topic, saw this guy in Hot Topic, said, hey, you want to make a couple hundred bucks and uh, want to wrestle Eric Rowan? And the guy said, oh, hell yeah. This guy was ridiculous. I mean, did not look like a wrestler at all. It, it just was brutal, man. It, it really was. It, I, he looked like he works retail, honestly, at, at a Hot Topic or you know, some kind of store like that or a Spencer's or something. They pull, like he pulled him out of that store for like, oh, we'll give you a week off and Merry Christmas and then come to, you know, come to WWE up here in New York and just have a match. It it was ridiculous, man. These jobber match, that jobber match was ridiculous. But anyway, uh, it was a quick match. Eric Rowling, you know, gets the finish, pins it for three, and that was the end of the match. I mean, it, it's just that match cracked me up. That guy was <laughs> – wherever the hell they found that guy, it was ridiculous. Um, after that, we have another segment where, uh, truth ends up stopping Santa Claus and pins him and wins the 24 seven championship back. So you're a new WWE 24 seven champion, our truth. Uh, after that, we have Rusev cutting, you know, coming out, cutting a promo. The crowd was going crazy chanting, you know, Rusev day. Rusev's definitely getting over as far as the whole Lashley and Lana thing. Uh, people are, people love, uh, Rusev, uh, then we have a match. It's uh, Rusa versus No Way Jose. I'm I'm gonna tell you this right now. I consider this, you know, another jobber match. I have not seen No Way Jose on Monday Night Raw television. It's been months, months since he's been on uh, Monday Night Raw TV, and it was a squash. Rusa ends up hitting a big boot on No Way Jose, pins him for the three, and that was pretty much the entire match. A chop and then a big boot, pin for three. It, it was ridiculous, man. I, I would consider. If there being three jobber matches tonight, if not four, it, it was pretty bad. I know it's Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas is coming up, but my God. Uh, after that, we have the main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. It was a decent match. It wasn't that bad. Uh, Rollins, you know, he's keeping the pace of the match, turning on the onslaught, you know, showing him why, you know, showing everybody why he's ar- the art- ugh, the architect. Um, after that, Rollins hits a uh, sling blade on Mysterio. Mysterio ends up getting up, hits the uh, head scissors takedown on Rollins. Uh, then Rollins ends up getting up full of adrenaline, turn, turning on the onslaught. AOP then attacks Mysterio from the top rope, um, just beating the dog shit out of, of Mysterio. They really were. They were beating the hell out of him. They drag Mysterio's like limp body all the way up the entrance ramp, and then they throw him right in front of Samoa Joe sitting at the commentating table. By the way... Samoa Joe on commentary is the best thing right now going on Raw. That man is one of the top commentators that I've seen. He knows the business. He's a wrestler. Samoa Joe is great, man. He's awesome. So they throw uh, Rey Mysterio's body right in front of Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe, you know, they're trying to get him away from the commentate table, and Samoa Joe's like, hell no. And then uh, I think it was Ray Zar or Aikman 
or Akum got in uh, got in his face. He said, you know, if I get up, it's both your asses. And then Seth Rollins tries to stop AOP, and you know they go to turn around, and you just hear Rollins say, "Finish them off." And that's really exactly what they did. They ended up beating the the dog shit out of Samoa Joe. I mean, beating the hell out of him. Just it was brutal. Um, then Rollins ends up hitting a face stop on Mysterio, or yeah, face stop on Mysterio up at the top of the entrance ramp. Again, looked brutal. And then AOP ends up picking up Samoa Joe and power uh through the announcer table. Um. As far as the night's concerned, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not, I want to do my very best not to shit on this show. But, and I like, again, I, like I said, I know Christmas Eve's tomorrow and I know Christmas is right around the, like literally Wednesday in two days. Um, so I'm going to cut them a little bit of slack, but God, was this awful. It really was, man. It was brutal. Um, eh. They were trying. I think what they were trying to do was trying to get these matches done as fast as they could, but made the show like longer because it seemed like the commercials for this show was so long, and the matches were so quick. It really was like it was maybe like five ten minute matches, and you know let's get them out. We'll do a ten minute segment, and then all right, let's go to the next match. Like it was just nonstop, go 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 go, and it was just horrible, man. I mean, come on, two jobber matches in a row back to back, and then you have No Way Jose who's Probably, yeah, he's still employed with the company. But I can tell you right now that he's probably been doing dark matches for WWE, probably WWE main event, and then house shows. I I, I have not seen him on Monday Night Raw te- television in a long time. So, and then again, you can also look forward to seeing the Bobby Lashley-Lana uh, wedding next Monday. I mean, my God. Like, you know, I, like I said, I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, but Raw is just awful. I'm sorry, man. If you honestly, if you honestly sit here and watch this show tonight, and you sit here and say, "Oh my God, this was the best," this is I rate, I, I give this show, I rate this show an eight out of ten. You have lost your mind. I'm sorry, you have lost your mind. This tonight's show was awful, and by the way, it wasn't even live. This was a taped show, taped, not live. It was brutal. So anybody out there that's going to score this show an eight out of ten, you have lost your mind. The best match of the night was the first match, which was Kevin Owens and Mojo Raleigh. And again, how many times have you seen Mojo Raleigh this year? Not many. You saw them last week having that little backstage seg- uh, segment with um, Kevin Owens where he smacked the hell out of him. And then you have him interrupting his uh, promo tonight and then getting his ass kicked. But you haven't seen him before then. He's usually at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's it. During WrestleMania. Like, he has not done shit. Like, this is the first time I've seen Zack Ryder in a singles match in a while. And having Hawkins there, too. I mean, they used to, they were former WWE Tag Team Champions. This year. It's like, well, what the hell? I just... Uh, Raw tonight was brutal, man. I'm sorry. It just... This show needs help. I know it's Christmas Eve, and I know Christmas is coming up in two days. But holy shit was this bad. I'm sorry. Like... This was brutal. As a wrestling fan, I wouldn't have bought a ticket for this damn show. I'm sorry. There's no way. I'm sorry. I've seen live shows better than this. It was bad, man. I really. I, I just. I'm again. I'm not really. I'm not trying to completely shit on this show. I'm not. I'm a humongous wrestling fan from you know all kinds of professional wrestling, but 
holy shit, was this shit bad. It, it really was. I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm trying to watch my language and all, but it, it, this is it, it was horrible, man. It really was like. And even knowing what's going to happen next week, the only thing I'm anticipating next week for Monday Night Raw is the Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy match. That's it. I mean, that's the only thing that's been advertised besides the wedding thing with Lana and Bobby Lashley, but I can really give a damn shit about that that wedding. I mean, I, mean, I know it's pure storyline, but my God, was it just bad. So, but anyway, I appreciate you guys sticking around with me tonight for the Monday Night Raw review. Um, I'm sorry that the show didn't live up to be a good show, man. And then, again, I apologize for if you think I'm sitting on the show, but I'm just trying to give you guys the best content that I possibly can give you guys. and. You know, I'm all about speaking the truth, and I'm not going to tell you the show was good if the show sucked. I mean, you might think it's good, and that's your own opinion, but my honest opinion, it was it was horrible. I knew it was like the Christmas show or whatever, but it could have been a lot better than what it was. It really could have. So, but I appreciate you guys sticking around and hearing the Monday Night uh, Monday Night Raw podcast, and uh, I hope you guys have a uh, blessed and great holiday this you know this year with your families and loved ones. So. Um, you guys take care and I'll see you guys again um, Thursday afternoon and Thursday night. Thursday, I'm going to do an NXT review and I'm going to do a throwback Thursday for you guys. So um, I'm looking forward to it and I look forward to um, giving you guys another review. So you guys have a great holiday and uh, I'll catch you guys later. See ya.